This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a new episode of The Amelia Project. Some listeners of the show recently took it upon themselves to create an Amelia Project wiki. Uh, It's an incredible resource with pages for all the main characters and clients, and it's a place where you can delve deep into the Amelia Project world. So we'd like to dedicate this episode to everyone who's been involved in setting up this wiki. Uh, Ostein and I were genuinely blown away when we discovered it. Uh, And in case you're interested in checking it out or even contributing information for it. We'll add the link in the show notes to this episode. And now, on with the show. Congratulations. You have reached the Amelia Project. If you're not serious, please hang up. If you continue, there is no return. Good choice. There is a new life awaiting you. You'll hear back from us. If you don't hear back, please consider this a hoax. Leave your message after the beep. Come at night. Wear dark clothes. When you approach Abbott's Cliff, row 442 yards south-southeast. Take a sharp left and you'll see the tunnel. Blow into the tunnel. You might want to blow it up behind you. Only do it quietly. I'll be waiting for you. Toodles. No, I mean... Bye. Project. Created by Philip Thorne and Ostein Braga, with music and sound direction by Frederick Baden. Designed by Eli Hamara McElveen. Episode 52 Saga. Alvina, how would you like a challenge? Uh, depends. Her client just called and she's hiding in a tunnel. I'd like you to go there. To pick her up? Sure, why not? No. You see, it's an outcall. Right. Wait. Are you suggesting that I... I'm suggesting that you do the interview. Uh, uh, 
No, 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 no. Why not? Amelia, I've never done an interview before. You know the drill. You've worked here nearly a decade. I have absolutely no training in interviewing. You have no training in death faking either, but you've picked that up just fine. That's just paperwork. It's what I do. Interviewing is an art. There's a reason we've got him for that. You'll be fine. Why don't you do it? I'm busy. Doing what? If you must know, I'm meeting with the member of the gendarmerie. The police? Why? Diversion tactics. She's conveniently placed in the organization. She can help shift any attention that comes our way in another direction. I've been priming her for a few weeks, and she's coming along, but uh, she's a bit of a tough cookie. So I have to take her out. Oh, Amelia, that's... Ruthless. What? What? No, not, not take her out. Take her out. Like take her out. Uh, out. Like uh, uh, you what? Know, dinner. Oh. Oh, thank goodness. Wait, oh. What? Who, who do you think I am? Hey, no, no, no. Wait. So whilst you're whining and dining a hot police lady, that is you're sending not me what I'm doing. on a mission uh, that is bound to fail. It is just an interview. You can't fail. But. I just don't like. Ugh. Yes. People. <sighs> Listen, I get that you're nervous, but you'll be fine. Why can't he go? It's his job. Have you seen him today? No. <sighs> Come here. So, that is so interesting. Oh, please tell me more. Who's in there? Just listen. But, Mr. Gollyhead, really? Now, I can't believe that's true. I really can't. I really, really can't. I really, 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 really can't. Really? Wow. Who is this, Mr. Gollyhead? A client? Shh. No, that's not true. I did no such thing. I'll kill you. Go, my... God, he's going to kill the guy. We've got to stop him right now. Just wait. Oh, oh God, I know your head. Oh, it came clean off. I'm so sorry, Mr. Gollyhead. I'm so sorry. Amelia. <laughs> Amelia, he killed the guy. He killed him. Mr. Gollyhead is a teddy bear. Blood on my hands. <laughs> a teddy bear? Mm-hmm. He just killed his teddy bear. Again. Third time this week. <sighs> Should I drop you off at Gardunol? Of course. So, where is this tunnel? England. What? Relax. I it... can't go back to Britain. You'll barely be touching British soil. But you said... The client is hiding in a cave in the White Cliffs of Dover. You'll be taken there by Gustav. You'll meet him in Calais. Uh, Gustav? He used to run a drug cartel, but uh, he wasn't very good at it. In the end, he was tired of doing time, so we set him up as a fisherman. He'll take you across the channel in his fishing cutter. Great. Back into hostile territory... With a convicted criminal. Gustav will have to stay well clear of the coast, of course. As soon as the White Cliffs come into view, he'll give you a dinghy and you'll row the last stretch to the cave alone. 
Are you joking, Amelia? What? I thought you'd enjoy this. Cliffs, seagulls, it'll remind you of home. Huh. Somehow, I really, really doubt that. Flashlight won't work. Shit. All right then, let's go old school. could see that. I'll try to light the torch this time. That's better. Wow. Look at that. Hello. my friends. Jeez! Where did you come from? Hi. I'm Saga. How do you like my cave? Very fascinating. The stalagmites, the shapes. Yes. Yes. That one looks like a bomb from the Second World War. I guess if you squint a bit. I like bombs. Right. So, Saga, good to meet you. Welcome to the Amelia Project. We don't normally do outcalls, but I'm very fine. Absolutely okay to be here in your um, charming bat cave. You're a fan of Batman, are you? <gasps> Batman. The Dark Knight. Uh, Gotham City. The Joker? You're not familiar with... I don't know anything. Well, you knew about this place? Not really. I just happened to stumble upon it whilst wandering around. I do that a lot these days. 
Wonder. Stumble. My legs don't know what they're doing yet. I fell through that hole in the ceiling over there. Oh, that must have hurt. Yep. So you can't get out? Oh, no, I can. There's a hole at the end there that takes me right back up to the surface. I come out behind the toilets on Samphirehoe Beach. Uh, I see. So, Saga, why have you called us here? It said on the answer phone message to ensure maximum secrecy. I reckon this place would fit the bill. Sure. Underground, no humans for miles. Of course. What I'm wondering is why you called us here. Not why here, but what is your story? Please, tell me your story. There's always time for a story. Why do you need our help? I'll tell you my saga. Great. I can't wait to hear your saga. Saga. It's a story of great distress, heartbreak and anguish. Wonderful. It has all the makings of a great fairy tale, but it is even more important because it is true. Let's just get cracking then, shall we? Of course. That's what I'm doing. Good. Let's start... At the beginning. Once upon a time, there was a big bang. Oh, Lord. Is something wrong? I just wasn't expecting... Oh! I forgot something. Something very important. What's that? Coco. Coco? It's protocol. Would you like some? Oh, yes, I'm... No, no, I definitely don't want cocoa. Saga doesn't like cocoa. Suit yourself. (sighs) That helps calm the nerves. Should I, I mean, should I just keep going? Probably best. You seem to have a lot to get through. The Big Bang was my head hitting the ground. Oh, thank God. I was getting ready for a very long night. I fell. Dramatically, or so I have been told. Down a mountain? Or from a tall building? Or from a plane? Down the front stairs. Oh. Long stairs? The front steps. About three feet. And you hit your head? Affirmative. Very hard on the ground. Eggs everywhere. I bought eggs, apparently, but I can't remember any of it. And all the king's horses and all the king's men? No, just the ambulance. That was a reference to Humpty Dumpty. The first thing I remember is waking up in a hospital. I had been in a coma for a very, very long time. Many years had passed. About four weeks. Ah. But my memory had completely disappeared. So, you woke up with complete memory loss? It gets better. What? I knew not who I was, nor where I was, or wherever I was there. I felt like dragons had been gnawing on my soul. Why do you speak like that? Like what? Like... Uh, Never mind. I was all alone. All I had for company was an old DVD of the Bridge on the River Kwai, and a paperback copy of Eating in the Light of the Moon... 
How Women Can Transform Their Relationship with Food Through Myths, Metaphor and Storytelling by Dr. Anita Johnston. And that would explain it. But then, one day, in through the door came a man. A doctor? No. The doctors were there every day. A stranger. Okay. I'm listening. Someone I'd never seen before. A messenger? A secret agent? An assassin! He sat on my bed, cried and laughed and said, You are back, Belinda. You are back. I am your husband. But he wasn't, since your name is Saga, right? No, no, he was. My name's Belinda. I thought your name was Saga. And then, in through the door. Yes. In through the door. Yes. In through the door. Yes. Oh, for Christ's sake, who comes through the door? My children. Hallelujah. Their sweet faces light up your day and you feel your memory seeping back. The pain of giving birth stares as a physical memory through your body. The smell of those little kids reawaken your maternal instincts. They were a bunch of horrible shits. Of course they were. A pair of insufferable brats. Two disgusting, snot-faced, mummy-this, mummy-that, soul-sucking diaper fillers, spoiled beyond repair. And as they crawled all over my hospital bed with those crayon-stained fingers tearing at each other's hair, fighting over a lollipop and almost poking my eye out with it, I realised that the person who created those selfish little leeches was me. I think it's normal for parents to dream of escaping their children, especially when they're at the age where they... Do all parents dream of their kids skewing themselves on the fire grate and bleeding out all over the cinders? Um, that's just a daydream. It's nothing to... I spent yesterday sharpening the fire grate, just in case. A momentary lapse Then I scraped all the anti-slip off their socks. Perhaps mothering isn't your strongest suit. My mum likes them, though. So they take me home from the hospital and back to my home. And did that jog any memories? The house had pink wallpaper and doilies. I'm guessing you couldn't stand it. Correct, Mum. And now you want out? Yes. I think it would be best for all concerned. I still don't understand why you need Amelia, though. Can't you just leave? Divorce your husband? Abandon your children? Pull a Nora and escape the doll's house? I tried that last week. When the police found me, I got all the way to Bladbean. They brought me home, reported me to the OPG. The Office of the Public Guardian? And gave me this. An ankle bracelet? It's got a GPS tracking device, so that I won't get lost again. It's a new safety measure for amnesia sufferers. If I'm not home by six o'clock, they'll come looking for me. I pretend I've been in the park right above us, but I'm always hiding down here. The cave suits me better. And your husband has probably been made your deputy, has he? He's got lasting power of attorney. He's got the demeanour of a braggadocious crybaby, that's what he's got. I guess death is the only way out for you then. Fake death. Indeed. Then I'll come back, and I can be Saga for real. And who is she? Someone who lives. I've never lived before. Well, you have, you just can't remember it. No. Belinda didn't live. Belinda liked fluffy toilet seat covers, scented candles and pillow talk. I'm different. I need to feel that I'm living. 
I'm Saga. Are you sure you're not a Batman fan? I don't know this Batman you are talking about, but if he likes bats, we get on just fine. Belinda liked Chewinis. Well, Saga, I understand your predicament, but there's one problem. What's that? Amelia is not a charity. You don't think I can pay? I don't mean to be rude, but Belinda doesn't strike me as the I kind... am Saga. But does Saga have money? I have the insurance. Plus what I got from suing the company that fixed our stairs. It was a loose slate. And all that adds up to... Let me write this down with my foot. That... That's the sum? Yes. In pounds? Sorry, I forgot a zero. Well, Saga, the Amelia Project is happy to take on your case. Really? That, that is wonderful. To be honest, I feel it's our duty. If only to avoid a Medea-adjacent situation. Sorry? So, what kind of life does Saga envision for herself? What would you like to be? Um, an army general. No, uh, a soldier. Mm, SWAT team. I want to see action. Royal Marines. French Foreign Legion. Uh, the thing is, Saga, we really don't like placing our clients in the line of fire. We try to help people escape danger, survive. We do fake deaths, not real ones. Hmm. Can I be an assassin? Nope. Sorry, we have a no collateral policy. Then what do you suggest? Um... I think we have an opening as a wildlife photographer. Are you joking? That's not dangerous. If you photograph the rotten cavities of a tiger, it is. I want to be in a war zone. Okay, okay. How about we meet in the middle? We might be able to find you a new life as a foreign correspondent. You'll be covering disaster areas. Volcanoes, tsunamis, nuclear plant explosions. War zones. And war zones. Could that be a deal? I'm in. Any dying wishes? I have one. Mm, But it's sort of embarrassing. Trust me. Nothing can shock me. Nothing much. A few things, maybe. The bats scared me a bit, but... Can I have a mum? What? In my new life, can I have a mum? Oh, no. When I said dying wishes, I meant how would you like to die? I was trying to be funny. You want to keep your mother? Not my mum. A mum. Ah. Because you realise you can't keep anything from your current life. My current mum gave me the name Belinda and taught me how to crochet, so screw her. But you want a mother? Yes. Is that silly? No, no. We've had much weirder wishes than that. She needs to be like Mother Earth. When I go see explosions and limbs strewn about the place, she will be my umbilical cord, mooring me to the circle of life as a symbol of the interconnectedness of existence. If there is one thing we can learn from your experience, it is that a person should not construct their identity solely from war movies and self-help books. Sorry. 
There's this woman whom we resurfaced as an eighth-order priest with the reformed druids of North America. I'll have a chat with her and see if she'd be willing to be your... Let's call it your spiritual mother. You can drop by when you need a cleanse from bloodshed and death. She lives in Utah. Is she as wise as time is old? Well, she was only 19 when we made her disappear, but after Kozlowski was done with her, she now looks 90. Great. So, how would you like to die? Gunfight. That doesn't seem a likely way for Belinda to die. No, of course, yeah, I see. Blow me up. Still not... Gas explosion. Better? But may I make a suggestion? Okay. How about you fall down the stairs again? The same stairs. It'll be like a last glorious, ironic screw you to Belinda and her tepid, insipid, pastel-coloured past. Mm, sounds silly. Well, the best deaths often are. Hmm. Now... We might have to amputate the leg to remove the bracelet, but I'm sure Kozlowski can reattach it once we find him again. Unless we could just blow it off with some gunpowder. I wish Salvatore was still around. He had a real way with explosives. Explosives, nice. I did all right, didn't I? Ha! I reckon this calls for a toast. There's a bottle of Verkley Core in the boat. Look who can do an interview. I'll be in touch. Ah, there it is. Hello? Saga? 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 Where did you go? Well, never mind. I think I still deserve a glass of this. That was weird. So, Saga! A toast in your honour. But to what? I know. To living on the wild side. Get to scream. Ah! 
Stay tuned for the epilogue, but first the credits. This episode was written and edited by Einstein Ulsberg Braga, directed by Einstein and Philip Thorne, designed by Eli Hamada McElveen, with engineering by Dominic Hargreaves, and music by Frederick Barden. It featured Beth Eyre as Saga, Julia C. Thorne as Alvina, Alan Bergen as the interviewer, and Julia Morizawa as Amelia. Graphic design by Anders Pedersen and production assistance by Marty Parzival. Thank you to our patrons who fund the making of this show and a shout out to our super patrons Angel Acevedo, Sophia Anderson, Jem Fiddick, Alban Asant, Emily and Alison, Stephanie Weitenhiller, Mintz and Such, Rafael Eduardo Vifas Verastaki and JK Robbins. For transcripts, merch, bonus material and ways to support the show, visit ameliapodcast.com. Patrons will be getting a bonus episode of the Alvina Archives next week, and the next regular episode drops in two weeks. And now, the epilogue. Crystal? Hi, it's Alvina. How are you? Is life good over there in Utah? Listen, I have a favour to ask. There's this lady, Saga, who... Yes, who wants a new mother. How did you know? An owl told you? Wait, you are talking about the nocturnal animal, right? Big wings, big eyes, to wit to who? Right. So, was the owl bringing a letter then? Like, like a pigeon, or...? The owl spoke to you. Well, that's incredible. It isn't incredible? It's normal. Okay. Yes, I see. I think. Sorry? Yes, this one will be coming your way. Would you be able to... Oh, that's great. You've already made up a bed for her. That is so sweet of you. So what do you want in return? that I feed my local owls. Well, I'll get some mice. Just a pleasure, Crystal. I'm really grateful. And do say thank you to that owl. I guess the owls really aren't what they seem. Uh, Thank you, Crystal. Bye now. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You wake up startled in the middle of the night, convinced that there's something out there in the darkness. Your brain tells you that there's nothing to be afraid of, that the inhuman shape in the corner of your room is just your laundry piled on a chair. But as you hear the ghostly, ragged breathing that doesn't belong to you, you realize your brain is dead wrong. If you love the mix of horror, mystery, and comedy in shows like Buffy, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, or Supernatural, you'll feel right at home on The Crit Show, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast where the players, playing as themselves, are tasked with being the last line of defense from the forces of evil that go bump in the night. Join us every Wednesday and learn the games we play while the gang tries their best to solve the mysteries, hunt the monsters, and protect the innocent. Their intentions are good, their dice rolls, not so much. You can find The Crit Show at thecritshowpodcast.com 
or wherever you listen to podcasts.